The reason that people don't get motivated is because they're not sure they have the skills or the tools or the experience to do this stretchy thing, this thing they'd like to try. And the thing that always struck me is I would ask people, what is your passion? What do you love about your work? And most of the times I'd get a blank stare. Well, I just work here. It's my job. We have conflicting intentions. Should I dive deeper into my business and really just give it my all? Or should I use this opportunity of flexible work to like build my other parts of my life and my wellness or something like that? So what this process does though, is it forces you to dive deeper to a core or central intention that then you can utilize to potentially get both things or the most out of both things. Welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere, where CEOs leaders, and experts at building teams, companies, organizations, and amazing cultures share how to lead from anywhere in the world. I'm your co-host on the East Coast, Ginny Bianco Mathis. And I'm your co-host on the West Coast, Mitch Simon. And we invite you to join us to Team Anywhere. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere. I'm your host, Mitch Simon, on the West Coast of California. And in the studio today, on today's podcast, we're delighted to bring on father and son, David and Colton Corpenning. This father and son duo teamed up to create what? To create the book, What the F is Next? The No BS Guide to Getting What You Really Want. It's a research-based, step-by-step process that's designed to answer existential questions and help you increase happiness, fulfillment, and success in your life. The process will help you identify what you love, are good at, and what's important to you, and I'm sure so much more. I'm bringing them on because while virtual teaming is hard, you spend so much of your time deciding what's best for you as a professional and what's best for you as an individual, perhaps David and Colton can help. I'm also bringing him on the show because I'm the father of four sons. And I was just intrigued by a book published by a father and a son. Maybe I'll do that one day. David and Colton, welcome to the show. Hey, Mitch. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having us, Mitch. Thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for reaching out. Love having you on the show. So let's just start off um, the book. What the F is next? The no BS guide to getting what you really want. What inspired you? to write a book together. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the book itself is comes from my dad's 20 years in professional development work, uh, working with professionals, organizations, et cetera, to help them figure out what is next on their path. Um, so he wrote a book, Everyday Visionary, about seven years ago, alongside a workbook called The Field Guide for What's Next. Um, and I filled out The Field Guide for What's Next probably five years ago. Um, and I just filled it out and I kind of put it on the shelf and I didn't think about it. Um, and then two years after that, I came back and was uh, looking through some old files um, and uh, found the field guide. And I saw that in the field guide, I had put in my intention that I really wanted to learn how to surf and travel the world. And so once that had happened, I was, you know, this, the hair stood up on the back of my neck because I had just gotten back from a two-year trip around the world traveling to 16 countries where I had learned how to surf. So I was like, oh, wow, there's clearly something to this. This is crazy. I've created this intention, didn't really think about it, and now it's happened. Um, so I created... I used the process again, um, and I saw that I really had an intention to work at Google. That was I had worked in digital advertising, marketing, that kind of thing, and um, just knew through that process that working at Google was the next important step on my career. So um, I had, had a chance to move to Santa Cruz, California, um, even though, and I had applied to Google several times, many times, probably 30 times, 
Um, but the opportunity to move to Santa Cruz arose and I took myself up on that. Um, and right when I moved out there, which is much closer to Silicon Valley, um, I got reached out by a recruiter and I've been at Google for almost five years now. So I was like, wow, this, you know, process and things really have a lot of power to them. Um, and so it was about two years ago, uh, we were fly fishing and chatting about the book and how, or like the process that he created and how it is great in its actual physicality and what it can do. It could use a little bit more of like a, a modernization and also a little bit more about our story and his story. And so we decided we should team up and, and, and rewrite the book in a way that's like a little bit more applicable to the modern time now. And also kind of gives our dual perspective from me being in my thirties, him being in his seventies and both really working on figuring out uh, how to get the most out of life. How was that David when your son said, you know, dad, it's a good book, but you know, there's a lot to that Mitch. And, and I know with four sons, you've experienced a lot of this, but um, I have come to trust Colton as a, as a wise counselor to my life. And he does that in many areas of my life. He's introduced me to things that as a standalone 70 year old man, I, you know, I wouldn't probably come across. So I trust what he has to say. And to his point, when I wrote the everyday visionary and then the field guide for what's next, they were always meant to be together because I, I'm very practical oriented. I, I, I love to share ideas and, and do research and write papers and such. But at the end of the day, I really like to have people do things to make their life better. And I have done a lot of that through my coaching and counseling over the years. So um, it wasn't a hard, hard sell for him to say, let's do this together. And um, so that was the beginning of that. And then, you know, for me, just the whole concept of intention has been a pretty powerful force in my own life. I, it's really helped me leverage what I consider my, my average skills into having a life that really suits me and, and as certainly has you know, brought Colton and his sister into the world. And, and we as a family have, have experienced you know, really wonderful life together. And a lot of it has to do with uh, intention. So both from my own personal experience and all the research that I've done, it was, it was a pretty easy sell. So tell us, tell us about the title, uh, What the F is Next. A little bit controversial. Um, definitely generational, David. Um, so what, where, you know, how did that go and how'd your publisher like that? And, um, just tell us about the title and we'll get into the philosophy of the book. Yeah. So, you know, actually the title is a pretty good embodiment of the philosophy of the book. And the key there is that, uh, unlike some other processes, our process just focuses in on one area of your life that you would look to make a difference and a change in in the next 30 to 60 days. So many processes out there take more of a holistic approach and they say, you know, this is going to help you find your life purpose. This is going to help you change your entire life. I personally think that's kind of BS. I think that uh, there's a lot more to it to find your life's purpose than reading any one book. It's a good combination of many things and tools and resources and things to get there. So Ours is really about what the F is next for this one part of your life. And so in the book, we help you identify an area, whether that's like professional development, relationship, health and wellness, something like that. And you just focus on that one thing. And then we give you an action plan to make a progress on that one thing in 30 to 60 days. So that's the reason for the book. Also, another reason um, is, you know, the, the F word is an important uh, kind of empowering 
uh, you know, word when you use it, you're obviously getting a little bit more serious. And there's a lot of psychology to actually say that when you do use the F word, it can reduce your, it increases your pain tolerance. And as we know, doing any sort of, you know, inspective work, it's not easy. Sometimes it hurts. You got to go and you got to write, fill this thing out and you got to, you know, think about it. And that can be a little painful. So we're taking that same approach with the, with the F word in the book. So I, so I understand um, from what you shared that, that one of your philosophies is, um, you know, let's not change, let's not boil the ocean. Let's not change every aspect of your life because that's probably not going to work. Um, it sounds like uh, much of your philosophy is, is intentional. Is there, what else is at the basis of the philosophy of what the F is next such that it actually works for people? Certainly Colton has, has addressed one, that one part of it. We, we do hope to really catch people's attention with the title and, and find those people. It's not going to appeal to everybody. My, my best friend won't have the book on his coffee table. So I'm, I experience rejection in that way. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm both Colton and I are very compelled and passionate about wanting to help people to, to, to make something, uh, transitional happen in an important area of their life. And one of the key pieces, and you were just, you said it, I love that, not boil the ocean. We're going to have to maybe include that. (laughs) We'll credit you Mitch for that. All right. Great. Um, yeah, we're not going to boil the ocean. So what we do in our process, it actually is grounded in what's called appreciative inquiry. I don't know if you're familiar with that term, Mitch, or heard that. Yeah, I definitely heard appreciative inquiry. Definitely have used it before with some teams. Yeah. Okay. All right. Why don't you, why don't you tell, everyone, uh, tell everyone what that is? So appreciative inquiry is actually you know used more in the organizational um, it kind of grew out of stuff like uh, Peter Block and, you know, more in the, the social um, organizational development area. But it also clearly applies individually, which is that you start with what's already working in your life. So you appreciate what's already working in your life. And so our stage one is that we have carefully, scientifically crafted uh, questions, and there's about 20 of them. And those questions are intended to help person do an inventory of their life, um, mostly pretty much 100% positively. So things like, what have you been good at? When have been your moments where you've experienced deep passion, deep joy? And, and this is another important part of the Christian inquiry. Not only do you do your own reflection, you think about what others have told you you've done well. So again, it's, it's really grounding you in the person, the best of the person that you have been so that then when you go to the next step, which is, okay, you know, what are, what's an important area of your life and in that important area of your life, um, what is some, what is an intention that you would like to be? What's a stretch? What's a transformational experience you'd like to have in your health, your fitness, your relationships, your work life and, and. And so it makes it a lot easier because, you know, one of the things in, in the literature talks about the fact that the reason that people don't get motivated is because they're not sure they have the skills or the tools or the experience to do this stretchy thing, this, this thing they'd like to try. And so they've, through our process, they've already started from that place. They've already, they should know, they know that, oh, I have been successful, you know, in the world of dentistry, say. And uh, either as an assistant, maybe, uh, or whatever. And to become an ophthalmologist is not a, you know, that far out, you know, but if I've never 
been in dentistry, thinking of becoming an ophthalmologist would seem, yeah, well, that's a good idea, but I don't think I'm going to convert that into a real life thing. So um, that, that's a little bit of the, I think, a really important component of our process that makes, allows people then to have the motivation and be successful to get to the, the intention that they would like in their life. Craig, could you give us um, a, an example of uh, someone who has read your book, um, who's actually gone through the process, um, what that was like for that person and what they achieved? This is, this is, a, this is a good one. Um, this gentleman has been in the newspaper business and an editor and written for significant papers in our area. Uh, editor, I think he was the editor of the Independent in our, in our town. And he had reached the point in his life where he was doing kind of the next job that came along. He ended up going out to local college and was involved in that process. And so he read the book and he did however much of the process he did. And when I ran into him the next time, he said, okay, I'm ready to launch my next career. And that is being a comedian on stage. No way. <laughs> yes. No way. It's a, it's a one man show. And it's, you know, it's a big part of, of his life when he grew up in, in New York and went to the, I guess, the Jewish New York uh, recreate, uh, vacation spot, um, wherever that is in New York. I forget where it is. The Poconos or something like that. And so he has a one man show and I went to the show. And it was, it was fun to watch him start his next life. And his wife also did the same thing. And she's now starting her musical career. So these are people that are in their 60s, mid-60s. Mm -hmm. So Colton, you may have a story of someone in, you know, in the 30s that wrote, read the book and, and got, gave you some feedback. Hey, we're taking a quick break to remind you to support our podcast by hitting the subscribe button and leaving us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us continue to bring you more engaging and thought-provoking content for leadership and remote work. Yeah, you have any stories, uh, Colton, for uh, for your generation? Yeah, I do. Um, it's, a, it's a couple that I know that filled it out together and they both realized that they were interested in having children. And <laughs> that was a conversation that they had not had really formally yet. Um, and so, yeah, that was just like a huge insight for them. And that is their what's next. And then just a personal question, Colton, how, so how much of uh, the book is becoming your life? Are, are you a, now a coach? Are you, uh, in, what, it, what's your connection now with uh, the book and how you, um, have a career? Yeah, totally. So, you know, we were, we are very focused on the book itself, right? Mm -hmm. The book, buying the book, doing the process yourself is the best, uh, investment you can make to make a change, right? Um, so we just really wanted to focus in on that before kind of expanding the program. Um, but now we are working on a uh, course that goes alongside of it that is a 30-day program that will help you and kind of allow us to kind of shepherd people through the, the phases of the what's next process. Um, so yeah, so we're doing that and we're going to be rolling that out here uh, shortly and specifically doing a big push in the new year. Great. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us about that? I think you're going to uh, make a special offer to our listeners. Well, we happen to realize that there's a season coming. Yes, there's a season. Reason for the season. <laughs> right. So following that first part of the, well, let's see, we got the turkey things. So we all get to eat 
you know, turkey and dressing, cranberry and all that. So we have that season. Then we have the whole holiday Christmas, which in our area is already starting. You know, they're, these, these boys live in, uh, in Snowland, So they live in Colorado where I guess <laughs> right. it's going to start snowing or it has started snowed already. Right. We're both big skiers. So we're looking forward to get up in, into that scene. But the, the third season is the New Year's resolution season. Mm-hmm. So we realized that our course would would uh, this next iteration we have the course in the book but now we're actually going to do a 30-day it's a process in the book but now it's going to be a 30-day course because the thing that we have found with so many folks is that they go i love the book i get it i'm reading charged about the idea of intention i like the process i'm going to do it but they don't do it so we're going to add a a uh you know, our active involvement with helping people through a 30 day process so that they will create the intention and make it happen. And the end of the year is the time to do that. So it's not just a, you know, blowing some smoke in the air or having a desire. We're going to really help people who sign up for the course to, to have a, an experience where they create the intention that they'll actually make progress too. So the offer to your listeners is that, um, if they go to our website, what the F is next, they can sign up there um, for the course and we'll get back to them at that point. And the only thing they need to do is to also, there'll be a link there to go to Amazon to buy the book because you have to have the book to be able to do the course. It's a, it's something you have to do right in. I mean, do kind of thing. So you can't do it audible. You can't do it Kindle. And it's about a $225 course that um, we're going to, have, they're going to have no additional fee other than just buy the book and let us know that they heard about this on your podcast. Great. And, you know, um, I think this would be big. I know that a lot of other authors who have the F in their title um, have, um, have really uh, gone a long way. And the, the philosophy, um, I'm sure of your book, I haven't read it yet, um, and others is really, really powerful. So thank you for that offer, what the F is next.com. And that's a, that's a free course. It just right. sounds great. Yep. Because they listen to your podcast. Yes. They got to listen to my podcast and then, <laughs> and then, well, which they are doing right now. Yes. Right now. Right. I'm, I'm going to ask, um, I work with so many, and in fact, everyone I work with is a, is a virtual, uh, team player, a virtual CEO or a virtual president, a virtual CTO, a virtual, uh, uh, analyst. Right. And as they're going into 2024, um, a lot of these individuals spend a lot of their time, um, you know, at home on a screen and they, um, you know, are distracted. They're, you know, they're working, they're not sure what else they should be focused on. Sometimes they're connected. Sometimes they're disconnected from people they work with. Um, some of under, some of these individuals are like, gosh, what's my next move. And my next move might be, you know, getting myself completely integrated in, into, our, into the company that I'm currently in. Other next moves might be, well, gosh, when I'm not working, I might want to get into uh, a side hustle or an activity, um, or I might want to look somewhere else. How would this book support that person who is um, an at-home um, employee, a virtual employee, really kind of figure out their life um, on those different schisms, either dive into what they're working on dive out or find something um, to kind of do in addition to, to, to really enhance their life uh, at work. Yeah. So what this makes me think about is kind of uh, something that we talk about in the book, which is uh, distractions. 
Um, and that's like a major thing that we have in this modern society is there's so many things that distract us from getting what we really want. Um, and I think one of them is that we have conflicting intentions. So that's kind of what you were mentioning towards, right? It's like, should I dive deeper into my business and really just give it my all? Or should I use this opportunity of flexible work to like build my other parts of my life and my wellness or something like that? And so um, that could be a challenge. You have two conflicting intentions that sometimes seem to antithet antithetical to each other, right? Um, so what this process does, though, is it forces you to dive deeper to a core, more central intention. Uh, that then you can utilize to potentially get both things or the most out of both things. So I have an example. Let's say that you really want to buy a new sports car, um, and but you also have the desire to work less. So at first, that seems like very antithetical, opposite, conflicting intentions, right? Um, so, but if you do the process and you find out that you really isn't about the sports car or about working less, it's really about having a more freedom in your life to do what you want. And so you, if you dig, d dive deep into that and you understand that that's your true intention, you could instead potentially, instead of buying a sports car, maybe you could borrow a sports car on the weekend. You start having this conversation. You have a friend that has a sports car or you could rent a sports car for a long weekend. And then the second option is then you could speak to your employer, your employer or your boss or whatever and say, hey, maybe instead of, uh, you know, being available on Thursday, I'll, I'm kind of, I'm going to be off because I'm going to do this like adventure with this sports car, right? And so now, without having to, you know, change your career and the path that you're on or to go and to work more to be able to afford the sports car, you're actually getting exactly what you wanted, which is the hand, your hands on the wheel, driving down the PCH, and you still have your job. You might have to pull over on the side of the road to take an email or a call, but I think you get the point. Um, and so that's what this process does. It helps you dive deeper into core intentions as opposed to just like kind of like, I want this, I want that. Kind of like core pinning. So uh, the core, you know, it's, it's uh, what I love about that, Colton, is a lot of people say, I don't, you know, I'm not getting what I want. They just don't know what they want. Exactly. And, um, you know, what the F is next, I think would highlight, you know, what it is that you actually want. Uh, so you could uh, get out of your own way. Uh, David, is there, a, is there a particular chapter that you, um, that you like, which has uh, some strong messages or lessons in it? Like like you, Mitch, I, I did consulting with organizations. I would come in. My my what I would do is come in and help the executive team many times create a, an intention or a they call it a vision, right? In organizations, not intentions. So um, they'd create a purpose and a vision. I work with a couple different organizations like the FAA, Rocky Mountain Health here in Colorado. Um, uh, USA Rugby. And that was my thing to come in and, and then have a day where we would do that. We bring those executives together and, and we talk about the purpose of the organization. But many times they would have me come out beforehand and I would meet with individuals to get a sense of, of what was going on in, the, you know, in, that, in that organization. And the thing that always struck me is I would ask people, in that context. So what is your passion? You know, what, what, what do you love about your work here working for Rocky Mountain Health or whatever? And most of the times I'd get a, you know, blank stare. Well, I just work here. It's my job. <laughs> I'm going, okay, all right, well, let's go with that. So now as I'm, you know, here with you and in, in thinking about it, um, I realize that I think for just what Colton said, I'm just going to really build on what he said. I think People need to take a minute. They need to just take a minute and, and reflect on, on their life 
it's helpful to start there because, you know, for me to think about all the things that I've done in my life, just off the top of my head is kind of challenging. But if someone walks me through that process, I'm going to go and then I'm going to go, oh, wow, I love the outdoors. And I love doing research and writing. And um, I love having conversation, conversations with people and dialogue. So once I start inventorying those things, then I can, I can apply that to then, okay, now, I'm, now I have a work life. And I've got to this work life somehow <laughs> over time. You know, what is it? The Peter principle. A lot of times you've gotten to your level of incompetence, right? And that is good and bad because you might love what you do and you're incompetent and that probably be okay. You're doing all right. But many people need to just look at that and take the time to just reflect who they are. And, and you've said it too, Mitch, what it is that they want to do. What is it they really want to do? And many times what they, where they are, those opportunities are there. And that's kind of what Colton was referring to. It's not like we're kind of like, don't consider this process that you have to change yourself a lot. You just have to get refocused. You just need to get grounded in what's most important. And we kind of did that recently ourselves. You know, we wrote this book and we think it's a, it's a really good book. We, we are vulnerable in it. We, we talk about our own process. We're not just scientists, which we are to talk about the science, you know, we're saying, Hey, we're real people that deal with this. And so, you know, we wrote the book, we thought, okay, we're, we're we've done that now, now we're good. And then we got started talking to people like you and realized, Oh, we're learning things as we're talking about it. And then we came to the understanding that we need to develop this course. And so we have a new intention. We are, we are, uh, we have this course now to help people more integrate these ideas in their life. So I hope that answers your, your question. Yeah, it really does. It's, um, you know, I really think uh, the timing is, is fantastic because it is the end of the year going into 2024. And I think everybody has to ask themselves what the F is next. Otherwise, 2024 will just be like 2023 and 2022. And I do like, um, I do like your approach because I think a lot of people is like, I don't know what's next, so I don't need the book. Like, no, you need this book because, you know, what the F is next for you um, is really the big question. And, um, I like the subtitle, the new, the no BS guide to getting what you really want. So it sounds like, uh, both through this book and through your, through your course, um, listeners, readers will discover what's next for them in 2024. So great. So I want to thank you, bo you boys. I want to thank you guys for, uh, joining us, father, son, um, for, uh, the podcast. And so is the best, what the F is next.com the best way to, to find you guys. Yes, that is the best. Great. And is the book on Amazon, Amazon available in most countries in most countries. Okay, great. So Amazon, what the F is next. Thank you, Colton. Thank you, David. Um, thank you to our listeners. Uh, if, if you've enjoyed this podcast, which I have, please share this podcast with your friends, your colleagues, your family. We'll see you next time on our next episode of Team Anywhere. Before we sign off for today, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your support helps us grow. And by subscribing, you'll be the first to know when our exciting next episode is available.